Hey, y'all, and welcome to the No Rules, Just Vibes podcast. I'm your host, Maya Angel, and this is where we get real honest. Join me each week as I share my thoughts and have conversations about a variety of topics from relationships, work, faith, to culture. This is a safe space for us to vibe out, think out loud, and share perspectives. No judgment, more laughs, and just a little bit of shade. Thanks so much for tuning in to the No Rules, Just Fops podcast, and I hope you guys enjoy the show. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to the No Rules, Just Vibes podcast. I'm your host, Maya and Jail, and thank you guys so much for tuning in to another week. This week, we're going to talk about y'all's cussing parents. <laughs> but no, seriously, um, recently, I know a lot of you guys heard or um, um, might have even talked about the recent clip where Kirk Franklin and his estranged son, who's 32, are having a heated conversation. And um, Kirk, and I do believe his son, also were using some choice words. Uh, which Kirk since then apologized for. Um, His son released the audio, um, recorded the conversation and released the audio. Um, So that's kind of how the public knows about it. But um, I don't want to actually talk about that specific situation because I'm going to turn out like to hear both sides. And so I don't have all the facts to have an informed opinion about it. Um, However, what I think took me by surprise was, um, especially just being on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and looking at the different reactions and the comments, what caught me off guard was just how many Black people had parents that cursed them out as they were growing up. Like, they were raised with parents that, when they did something wrong, resorted to just cursing them out. Um, and I, that wasn't my experience and I don't think that's actually normal. And I, I just kind of want to talk about that because as I was reading the comments and I was, it, it didn't sit right with my spirit. I think that that has actually had some larger implications that we just haven't talked about. And so that's what I want to do today. I want to talk about how your interactions with your parents pretty much play a major part or just kind of. Um, I don't even know the word, but they pretty much direct or guide how you interact with other people in society. And my thing is, if you grew up with your parents, anytime they felt disrespected or you did something wrong or just grew up in a toxic environment and you all were, you know, being cussed at, called out of your name, what I've observed is... And I'm not saying this is for everybody, but, you know, I'm not trying to generalize anything, but I think there's only two things that are going to happen. You're going to reciprocate the things that you saw with other people. You know, if you had a toxic relationship growing up with your parents, you're going to either curate or just find yourself in toxic relationships, whether it's friendships with your partner, your spouse, with your kids, you know, those things repeat themselves. Or you're going to go out your way, you know, because you're aware and you process what it did to you. You're going to go out your way not to make, not to do that to somebody else. Those are kind of like the two things that are going to happen. And so what I just don't understand is, you know, because I I think I saw something on Twitter just like, okay, y'all parents didn't cuss at y'all. And my reaction was like, y'all parents cursed at (laughs) y'all? You know, so I, I don't know. And I think... I I just don't know. I feel so many different ways about it. And I think for me, the biggest thing that I've 
I've had this conversation with a lot of people, um, but not necessarily in the context of like your parents cursing at you or whatever when you do something wrong. But in my general opinion, and I I think this is a very unpopular opinion, and I'm trying to be very, very careful with my words because what I don't want to do is reinforce stereotypes and um, play the respectability politics games. I I don't want to do that. But at the same time, I think we do have to address um, certain things that happen within the black community that aren't normal or shouldn't be normal. And so one of the things that I've noticed is black people sometimes have a overly violent, overly violent response to the things that they perceive as disrespect. I don't know what it is about disrespect specifically, but black people have a very aggressive and a lot of the times violent response to disrespect. And as I'm talking to people, I'm just like, okay, why, why is this such a thing? Like, why, why do we not, um, why, why can't we just, you know, have a conversation or, you know, agree to disagree or just, you know, you go your way, I go my way. Why does disrespect almost in the black community warrant or justify someone feeling like they can put their hands on you? And so, you know, as I did some thinking and I'm just like, okay, I think there may be like a historical context there, you know, black older people or just parents having to go out into the world and deal with so much disrespect. The last thing they were going to do is come home and deal with it. And I think that may be a a major thing. Um, You know, it's just like to to be able to provide for their families um, and make a living. Sometimes they have to put their foot in their mouths or just shut up or deal with certain things um, from from white people or either just other people on their jobs um, that were in authoritative positions um, just so they could provide. And it's like, okay, I may not have control over that or I may not have, um, I'm trying to be very, very careful with my words, but I may not have um, just the, the ability, you know, to, to handle certain things the way I want to handle them. So the last thing I'm going to do is come home and deal with the same type of disrespect. I don't know if that's it. Um, I don't know. Like I said, is if you grew up with cursing parents and verbal abuse and now, cause that's what it is, verbal abuse. I, I think that you may struggle with communicating with people when you're upset, like your first response is to escalate it to cursing, just overly aggressive um, dialogue or language, or just straight playing out physical interactions or physical violence. And so I don't know, you know, I, and I think that that's kind of translating over into so many areas. And it's just like, you know, a lot of people are in their graves or just in a jail cell all because of not being able to de-escalate or just not like just not escalating a situation that didn't need to be escalated. And I don't know where that comes from. I don't know where that where that anger comes from. And I'm not saying that this is something that is specific to black people. I think it's with every race. Um, I, I, I'm not trying to make it seem like black people are overly violent, overly aggressive. I don't think that's anything genetic or anything like that. However, I do think that we have a over overwhelming amount of aggressive or violent interactions when it's something that we disagree with um 
not more than anybody else, but I'm just talking about black people specifically. And like I said, I'm trying to choose my words very carefully. However, I, I do think that we have to have these honest conversations because we're dealing with a lot as a community. However, I think we still have to do a better job of mitigating some things within our community. So like there is a gun violence problem in the black community, point blank period. It is statistics back it up. Um, and I'm not a statistics girl. Like I, I, I am a criminal justice major, but I think st- statistics leave out so many other factors. Like, um, you know, when you're, when you're dealing with <clears throat> crime or gun violence or things like that, I don't think that's necessarily specific to any race. I think there is a class issue also at play, like economic factors that play a part into higher crime in certain areas. However, knowing that, I do think that people still have a responsibility. I think there's still a a level of self-responsibility and accountability at play. And so what can we do as a community to mitigate, you know, some of those things? You know, my thing is we got to have better de-escalation tactics or just not automatically go into, you know, B word this, you know, W word this or H word, you know, just whatever, you know, like we or F you, we, we, it, it, it doesn't take all that. You can disagree with somebody without resorting to, you know, threats, violence, or you said this, so now we got to fight or, you know, cause my thing is you, everybody's not going to fight you. You know, some people are going to pick up guns and, and you got a lot of people in their graves and behind a cell, like I was saying earlier, because they could not control their anger. That can't be that can't be the response every time you're upset. It just can't be. Like it that's not normal. That's not normal. And so my thing is when it comes to a parent and a child's relationship, I wasn't raised like that. My parents didn't curse me out. They didn't call me out my name. And I got disciplined. Like I, I got disciplined and I got whippings and things like that. I think you can still discipline your child without being violent. Like, I, I think you can do both. I, um, I'm i not the type of person that says, don't beat my child. You know, I'm not going to ever whip my child. But I'm also not the person that's going to whip my child for every little thing that they do that I don't like. I believe in progressive discipline. Everything doesn't warrant a whooping. Just because I'm upset or I'm aggravated or I had to tell you something more than once. Everything does not require me to beat you in order for it to be disciplined. And I think that's that's a whole issue. And we may need to to dig into that. And maybe, you know, the whole whooping thing or being thing is is why sometimes our our interactions are just unnecessarily aggressive and violent. I don't know. A lot of therapists have that take. And I'm not saying that they're wrong. That's their profession. But at the same time, I think we have to be real, like, you know, you should not be talking to your child like somebody off the street. I just don't, I don't agree with that. I, I don't care. And I think, you know, I've seen a lot of older adults or just parents have their take on it. Just like, you know, yeah, kids need to not be disrespectful. Uh, or sometimes these kids get out of control or that's the only thing that they respond to. Okay, that's a bigger question then. Why is that the only thing that your child responds to? Why, why is it that they can't re- respond to being asked nicely to do something? You know, why is it that they can, you feel like they can only respond to you cursing them out and calling them all kinds of names on the street? You know, like, what, what, what's, that's not normal. And we shouldn't normalize that. You know, if both of y'all need to go to counseling and get therapy, let's, let's be okay with doing that. But 
just because your child disrespects you, I don't think that necessarily warrants you cursing at them or calling them out their name. Why, why is that the response for you feeling like your child disrespected you? So why does that, why in your mind does that justify you being able to curse at them and, you know, call them out their name? Or just become, you know, and I, like I said, I'm not telling nobody how to raise their child. You know, I, I don't know. You know, there are a lot of other things at play or why you feel like you, you, you're justified in doing some of the things that, that, you're, that you, you do. I don't know. But just in general, I think that we have to, to do a better job or just be open to more, um, more solutions, you know, and like I say, y'all, this is very new, very fresh. Um, I'm kind of talking through this with y'all as I'm thinking about it. So I don't know. I don't have the answer to this. I think we all need therapy. Just black. I think the entire black community needs therapy. I personally do. Because there, there's just too many, too many factors at play from, you know, economically, racially, socially, financially, um, a lot of different pressures that a lot of black people face and just historically, a lot of things systemically, like things are just not in our control that we have to deal with and push through that I think also plays a part in, in our interactions with other people. So I think the whole black community needs therapy. However, um, I, I just want to know, like, why, why do we think that we have to talk to our kids like that? And like I said, this is not really even about the Kirk Franklin thing because I don't know the whole story. But just after seeing so many people say, yeah, my parents cursed me out. I turned out fine. No, you didn't. Like a lot of y'all don't know how to communicate with people. And that's why y'all think y'all can talk to people any kind of way. Because you were raised to whenever you get upset, you start cursing and throwing stuff and ready to fight. And it's just like, okay, why can't we just have a disagreement? Why can't we talk? about it why does that necessarily have to translate or just escalate and y'all be escalating stuff that don't need to be escalated for no reason and I don't like it I and I if you're that type of person I actually won't hang around you like you know I have friends that had cursing parents when we were little and I would go up their houses and their parents would be cursing and and stuff when it, like we would just be loud and yeah, they, they had told us to quiet down a few times and we were kids being loud. And then it's like, you come in there cursing and things like that. Like, I'm not ever coming to your house, ever. Like, no, that's, that's not how you treat kids. That's not how you treat kids. And that's not how you treat people that you love. Like, I, I, don't, I don't get that either. Because even if we're adults and we're family members, you shouldn't be treating nobody like that anyway. But especially if we're family and, you know, you... We shouldn't even be talking to each other like that. And whether we're upset or not, why not just, okay, we both walk away, cool off. When, we, when things settle down, then let's come and have a conversation. You know, now that we've, we've calmed down and things like that, why, what's wrong with that? Why do we have to do this whole, you know, cursing out thing? Because like I said, I don't think it's just as simple as my child disrespected me. And that's what happened when children, dis- you know, these children can be disrespectful and I curse them out. Like, no, I don't think it necessarily stops there. I think now, you know, as an adult, your child now has a problem with communication and they es- they're quick to escalate things. They're quick to make um, situations unnecessarily aggressive and violent. 
and just don't know how to act sometimes. <laughs> I mean, just point blank, period. I, I don't think it's just a, you know, I think some of y'all kind of messed up behind it. I know that's a hard pill to swallow, but you, I just don't, there has to be some other solutions. There has to be some better ways to communicate. There has to be other ways you can discipline your child and have them respect you um, without feeling like you have to threaten them with violence or curse them out, call them out their name and things like that. Like that, that's not normal. And so I guess my thing is, you know, where, where does some of this anger come from? Because now like as adults, especially like with this whole disrespect thing, what, what is it that triggers you so much that makes you just want to, you know, lash out? Because now you have to be very, very careful, especially in today's world. You, you beep the horn behind somebody because they're on their phone rightfully and the, the light is green and you beep their horn, horn to get their attention. You have to be careful. Some people get out the car try to fight you, shoot you, or either it becomes this whole road rage thing. Like, you have to be careful. And even with women, you know, you go to the gas station, we, we see stories like this all the time, and you, you know, ignore a guy that's catcalling you, or you, you know, turn them down. And it's just like, they, they take it as disrespect, and then they feel like, you know, they can assault you, you know, follow you or just do these things, you know, just be overly violent and aggressive. And it's like, okay, why is it like that? You know, where is that coming from? Where is all this anger coming from? And I think that's, that's interactions. It bleeds over to interactions in school when you're dealing with teachers. It bleeds over in interactions with, um, I know y'all don't want me to say this, but when you're dealing with police, and I think I have to be very, very careful because I, I'm not, Team police. <laughs> um, however, I do think they are trying to de-escalate, so I hold them to a much higher standard. But I do think we can do our job in mitigating some of those interactions. That's that's just how I feel about it. Some of those interactions don't need to be escalated. I'm not saying that you have to act a certain way when you're interacting with the police. However, I think that sometimes you can do your job in not escalating something that doesn't need to be escalated. That's all I'm saying. Like, there's no reason, if nobody cussed at you, there's no reason to start cussing and name, it's just no reason to do that. And so I I think, I think it's just, I don't know. I don't know. That's, I, I don't even have the answer because I think it's so many things at play. That's one of the reasons why I don't really listen to a lot of rap music now. I like it sometimes, but I don't listen to a lot of rap music now because now I think we're at a point where, is is we can't just keep saying that it's entertainment. I used to say that all the time, like, oh, it's just entertainment. Like, it's, it's nothing more, nothing less. But like, no, it's it's been years, years of just just the underlying theme of rap music from men is hyper violent, overly violent, whatever, and then from women is hypersexual. And I just don't think that's when you're listening to that over and over, day in and day day out, I don't think it's just a um, it's entertainment thing. I think whether it's subconsciously or consciously, there's some conditioning that's taking place, and um, 
it kind of some of those things become I don't want to say normalized, but they just don't become as sensitive to you. You kind of become desensitized to it. And I, I think we're kind of seeing that play out some. But I, for me, I don't really listen to a lot of rap music now just because I think if, if you're around toxicity, you're listening to it, you're looking at it all day, that's what's going to be in your heart. That's just my belief. So, uh, I mean, sometimes when I'm working out and I need something upbeat and things like that, I will listen to um, some things. But I don't I, I try not to listen to it or just over consume, overly consume it every day. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know. Um, but y'all, I, I, I just, that's kind of how I feel about it. I, I don't know. Maybe I need to do a little bit more thinking, um, to better communicate it. But I, I just think it's a hard topic to talk about because, um, there's so many other factors at play. And what I don't want to do, like I say, is reinforce this, Black people are violent or aggressive narrative. I want to be careful not to do that. However, I also want to be honest and truthful when there are certain things that are an issue in the Black community that we need to talk about. And I definitely think that this is one of them. I think um, just being better able to better able to communicate when we're upset. That that's the thing. I, I've noticed that. I don't think we're we're doing good at that as a race. <laughs> um, and like I said, this is not anything specific to Black people, but I'm just talking about Black people right now. Uh, I, I think we just need to do a better job of figuring out ways to either just, you know, tone down some of the the unnecessary just um, aggression in our responses when when people disagree with us or um, have a difference of opinion. Um, well, we just, we, if we come into a situation, everything, you know, something can be, can be es- already escalated, but that doesn't mean you have to go in and take it up a whole nother, you know, another notch, like add gas to the fire. Like sometimes you can say, oh, you know, hold on, calm down, or either I'm just not gonna, you know, we're, we're not gonna do this right now, you know, because, you know, when you get in relationships and things like that, that's just like, your husband or your wife calling you all kind of bees and all that kind of stuff. Like, where they do that at? Like, no, we don't do that. No, we don't. We don't talk to each other like that. We don't talk to our parents like that. We don't talk to our kids like that. You know, we it's it's better ways to get your point across without having to be verbally abusive to someone. You know, like you you don't have to do that. Like I said, I think you can discipline your kids without. Threaten, threatening them with violence or either just cursing them out or calling them out their names and you can still have your child respect you. Like, I don't think that's that should be the only thing that your child responds to. Like I said, if you're like, these kids are disrespectful, you have to do this to them. No, you don't. Like, if, the, if they only respond to that type of aggression um, or just verbal abuse... That's a bigger issue. Why? Why do they why do they only respond to that? You know? Like what what's that about? Um I don't know. That that's just kind of my thoughts about it. I just I just want to see us do better and I I think we just need to go to therapy. <laughs> uh no for real though. I I just think therapy is not 
is not talked about enough. We don't we don't talk about it enough as far as just, you know, a resource. You know, if, if, if somebody is dealing with something, recommend therapy. It's okay. It's okay to recommend that. It, that and, and you shouldn't be offended if somebody says, you know, have you thought about therapy? Or maybe you need to go talk to somebody. That doesn't make you crazy or, you know, all of the negative stuff um stigmas that y'all have attached to people that suffer with mental um issues or mental illness i i don't sometimes you need to just go talk to somebody i'll just leave it at that so that's what i wanted to talk about today y'all um thank y'all so much for tuning in and let me know follow me on instagram youtube facebook and let me know in the comments what y'all think about it if you have dealt with this or you have an opinion on it or you feel like you know these kids just get out of line and if you don't get it nipping in the bud quick it's gonna get out of control and y'all have a different experience or just different um opinion on it let me know i want to hear it but as of right now my opinion is no to the cursing out your children. I don't agree with that. And I think it has um, more, more extensive implications throughout their relationships in society as they grow up into adulthood. That's just my take on it. I think they tend to escalate things for no reason and, you know, resort to physical violence and verbal abuse, kind of repeating that same behavior just because they don't know how to, to communicate when they, when they're upset. So that, that's my take on it. But like I said, if y'all disagree, let me know in the comments. I will reply to y'all. I love talking to y'all. Um, thank y'all so much. We're growing and, um, that's all I got. So I will talk to y'all next week. Hey guys, thanks for listening to No Rules, Just Vibes. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, comment, and review to help other people find the show. Again, I'm your host, Maya Angel. And if you want to hear more from me, don't be shy. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Love y'all and talk to you soon.